我我我我我我我我我我我我我我我我我我我我我我我我我我我我我我我我我我我我我我我我我我我我我我我我我我我我我我我我我我我我我我我我我我我我我我我我我我我我我我我我我我我我podcaster Denny Dollops Dennis Rooney wow that was the last time I let you do the intro Mike <laughs> <laughs> Netflix book club a uh, movie comedy based <laughs> podcast I've been working on that intro since the last podcast we recorded for weeks I thought it went over fine whoa 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 whoa, whoa. what the <laughs> fuck was that Mike <laughs> Hey everybody, my name is Dennis Rooney. Welcome to Netflix Book Club. Uh, check us out on Instagram at Netflix Book Club Podcast. Don't be confused with the actual Netflix uh, released Netflix Book Club, which I don't know what that's going to be. I thought it was going to be a show, Mike, but I don't think it is anymore. Oh, it's just a thing that exists on YouTube? It's like an idea. <laughs> it's an idea of it's a show. It's an idea. It's like a feeling, kind of Con- like our thing. Content has become meta. Content is meta. We're pretty meta. This is it's getting there. Things are easier nowadays. Not tough like they used to be. We're going to start reading books <laughs> on the podcast. Imagine doing an actual I'm sure that people do it, a book club podcast, but like what do you do every month, I guess? How quick are people reading books? You read books. How long does it take you to finish a book? People read books. People read books. People read books. Yeah. I know I read books at my own pace. I <laughs> Nice and slow. I suggested you read The Stand by Stephen King just because I love that book. And you, when you told me you started it, I was like, nice. And I think it took you like nine months <laughs> to read that book. Yeah, nine months and two years probably. <laughs> but I read other books on the in-between. It's a very long book. Oh, so you double dip though. Oh, yeah. I can never double dip. I can read one book at a time. Mm. Just like my movie consumption. Yeah, I only watch one at a time. One movie at I'm a time. I'm glad you brought up movies. You want to talk about one? Did you have one in mind? You know, this week... <laughs> This mo- this week the movie we are reviewing was uh, Against the Ice. Against the Ice. It just came out, released twenty twenty two. I think we watched it on the di- on the like the day it was released. Release day. What was it? March second. March third. I think. March third. Which is uh, that's the new plan, everybody. Check us out on Instagram, and we'll be posting the movies we're going to do for the month. This way, you have plenty of time to watch the movies. Sometimes they're going to be new releases, so you'd be like, oh, that movie's coming out, and they're going to talk about it. Maybe I'll watch it ahead of time. Sort of like a book club. Kind of like some kind of Netflix book club? Podcast. Podcast. Beautiful. Against the Ice is uh, directed by Peter Flint. In 1909, two explorers fight to survive after they're left behind while on a Denmark expedition in ice-covered Greenland. Wow. Where did you get that from? Oh, that's not the Netflix description. That's a... I don't know what that's from. <laughs> Did you just come? That's like excellent. Did you just come up with that? It's based on the true story of Denmark's 1909 polar expedition. Yeah. Now I'm combining them. How about that? Yeah, that's you're you're blowing me away here. You want to do? I know sometimes we do it at the end. Sometimes we do it at the beginning. This is a little bit of a Lucy Goose podcast. Sometimes everybody. Sure. You want to cut right to the stream it or don't stream it? Yeah, let's do it. What'd you think? Stream it. Okay. Stream it. Um, excellent movie. Loved it. Really. Front to back. Thought it was great. Are you big on like uh, survival movies or like historical dramas and shit? Mm, I like. Like, is this your wheelhouse? No, not necessarily. Like the Revenant, it had a little bit of that because yeah. of the isolation and the bear and the CGI bear. There's a bear. 
So just those two things alone is enough. But I liked this ten times better than that. You like this more than The Revenant. Oh, yeah. I am. Well, I don't know about all that, Mike. But I will also say stream it. I dug this movie. It's not too long. People are kind of bashing it online. It's early still for reviews to be rolling in. But, uh, oh, we got some brightness now if you're watching on the YouTube. Uh, yeah, people are giving it shit. They're like, it's kind of boring. I'm like, these what? people are fighting for their lives. Out in the I Arctic. thought it moved along, considering the isolation of the story. At times, I mean, there's certain directors and people who would have made this like a two and a half, three hour movie. Yeah. Because even at one point, they say, like, they're like, we got to go back, and it's 200 miles there, 200 miles back. But they're there the next scene. Right. You know what I mean? They don't drag you through it again. I was going to mention something like that. Excellent use of the 84 days. Yeah. 260 days. And the screen will go black with just the date in white. And then it comes, you know, and then you're back into the scene. You, you've progressed a month or longer, 100 days. And they did a really good job of making it feel like 100 days just went by. Yes. Yeah, they did a good job at portraying time going by. And, like, you also know, I mean, I imagine you didn't know anything about this story, this true history of Denmark and Greenland, right? Knew nothing. I knew nothing about Greenland. I still don't know anything about Greenland other than this. If someone brings up Greenland, I'm telling this movie and just hoping they don't. You it's know. beautiful. It's covered in ice. It's beautiful. You know, actually, you know what I do know about Greenland? The only thing I know about Greenland is from the Mighty Ducks, too. When Coach Bombay goes on the date with the enemies. Is this Iceland's green and Greenland's Iceland's ice? green and Greenland's full ice. Who would have known? Yeah. For some reason, that's always stuck with me. That's the American education system. <laughs> that's all they teach us about geography. <laughs> I like the U.S. public education system, but yeah, they showed us Mighty Ducks 2 a lot. They showed <laughs> us a lot, and they're Ducks like, too. absorb as much as you can, people. <laughs> um, they called it Greenland, was covered in ice, to confuse them. Are they? Do they have a relation with Iceland? So the wealthy people could enjoy their Iceland that was actually green. They were just fooling the dum-dums of the planet. This is all I learned in social studies. Well, now what we learned, too, is that Greenland, when these guys go trying to find if Greenland is a whole or not, because apparently uh, America was trying to lay claim to like this northern part, they were saying, I still believe it's ours. Honestly, they just stick in flags and ice cubes. That's how the world was. At I one guess point. that was it. <laughs> you just, just stick a flag somewhere. And you're like, that's mine now. And mine. if like nobody tries to, you know, call you on it. You're just this is it. They can't they, they can't even draw a map of what it looks like, but that, they, they know what's theirs. <laughs> they don't even know what it is. That must be like nowadays. Everything's so instant. But imagine back in the day, you get like a letter in the mail and it's like, hey, we just realized we own part of your country. It's like, what are you going to do about it? Right. I don't know, but our first response is going to take three months. Yeah. It's like, what do you mean this is Mexico? Yeah. What is, who says who? Yeah. Says who? At one point, how come Texas people don't look like Mexicans? <laughs> 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 They're right next to each other. Something's happening here. You know what I mean? Maybe that's what it was. Mexico was like, look at us. <laughs> this is why you. this land doesn't belong to you guys. Otherwise, you'd look like us. Clearly not Mexican. <laughs> Clearly not Mexican. You're not fooling anyone with the hat. That's not a sombrero. That's a cowboy hat. That's a 10-gallon <laughs> hat. We use. I think Mexico uses the metric system, right? I don't know. They use the Mexic system? Oh. All right. <laughs> so these guys are going up to whatever, northern Greenland, uh, because guys had been there before the Denmark expedition. Uh, but they never came back. So they're going to like, it, it's kind of like implied as a rescue mission, but they have no hopes that these people are still alive. Uh, the original intent of the trip. Yeah. 
was a rescue mission or was it to map out the it's like both you yeah. know what i mean like let's find the or at least find their bodies you know if they never yeah. came back right which uh they do find the but also like you find the body it's like all right we found it it's in an ice cave mm-hmm. it's covered in ice he's dead he's dead he left a note which was nice that was the way you just wrote a note and you just lied down and went to bed it's not the worst way to die as far as like being out in that nature that nature shit I've heard about. <laughs> no, but like specifically the Arctic Circle, I guess. You'd rather just freeze to death than be mauled by a bear. I'd rather freeze to death than be mauled. That's an easy one, but like even starving to death, that sucks, right? Your body wastes away. I guess that he didn't technically starve to death because there was like a can of food. Yeah, they left some food for the future guys, which was pretty cool, I yeah. thought. Well, yeah, I if you ask these two guys, I bet they'd say it was very cool. That oxtail soup looked good. Yeah, they stayed alive for two years. More than it was like twenty eight months or something. Okay, yeah, that, but crazy. that was enough provisions for them to survive. Yeah, well, there's a few things the movie does cut out on where it's like they just seem to have this endless supply of provisions. They do mention once where it's like we barely have any food left, but like they never once we never once really see them like hunt wild game. Right. Which I would have liked. They were, like, upset that they lost the polar bear meat the first time mm-hmm. when the polar bear. Who wins in a fight? The polar bear from this movie or the brown bear from the Revenant? Um, This polar bear, did it take you out a little bit, the CGI? It took me out a little bit, but it was also, like, the most exciting thing to yes. happen so far in oh. the movie. So I was like, oh, polar bear. Right, right. <laughs> it's a polar bear fight. <laughs> oh, and yeah. you kind of, you're waiting for a polar bear. <laughs> early on early on in the movie, someone's like, you know, there's polar bears out there. And you're like, oh, we're yeah. going to see a polar bear. Yeah, we're, we're, we're getting a bear. The most fearsome killer in the animal kingdom. I could barely take it. That's a reference to An Evening with Kevin Smith, which we talked about off mic before oh, the okay. podcast. That's good. Um, yeah, you know. Uh, I, I think, I, I mean, I like this movie a lot. I like that bear. They didn't overdo anything. They didn't dwell on too many things. Things didn't get caught up. And then the the beginning of the spiraling into madness was cool. Yeah. I liked the whole thing. Yeah. The the brutal shit was uh they they had two sleds and a bunch a pack of dogs on each one. And uh the weakest dog after I don't know however many days or whatever that they could survive without feeding the dogs or however it worked, they yeah. would kill. The instruction was to kill the weakest dog and kill feed, the weakest dog. feed it to the other dogs. That's pretty brutal. You think the dogs knew it? Yeah. And they'd be like struggling along. They're getting hungry. They're talking dog shit to each other. They know they're it. They're like, Willie, you know if keep <laughs> someone's up. getting shot, it's going to be you. You keep up, stupid. Yeah, keep up, stupid. I'm going to be eating those legs in a couple days. Yeah, brutal. I think they do kind of know. You think you could eat dog if putting it? I think. Like, how soon do you eat dog? <laughs> Because the answer is obviously yes. For survival. For survival. For survival, the hunger is there. You're going to feel it. You're going to do whatever you have to do. But I'd like to hear you put a number on it, Mike. (laughs) How many days until you're eating dog? Six. (laughs) Food runs. You know what? That's honestly pretty reasonable, I think. Well, if you're on a sheet of ice with like literally nothing, a rabbit goes by every month and a half. It's like you're going to start. That seal, you know. Yeah. I thought they'd see more seals. Uh, you know, you don't want to get involved with water in that freezing temperature. Yeah. You know, so anything where you get close to... He does say that very early on, I guess, because it was still summer when they take off. And he goes, I need you to just watch where you step. Right. And I was like, oh, this is like... Because in my head, too, I kept doing the uh, against the ice. 
I was waiting to see if they'd say the title. We're going against the ice. So, so anytime he, anytime they spoke literally about the ice, you're just on edge. I was, yeah, I was like, you know, he's like, oh, he said it. It's thin ice. Did but, he ever? You say know, it? he didn't. He didn't. He didn't. That's another reason I love the movie. I, I, don't say the title of the movie. You hate that. I just, for me, it takes me out immediately. He goes, oh, he did it. Are there ever any? Has there ever been a movie where you were like, all right, I get it. It works. What if this is as good as it gets? Jack Nicholson walking out of that. He goes to a psychiatrist's office. Mike, I love the fact that that's your answer. To this he doesn't. <laughs> he doesn't have a, an appointment. He's a crazy OCD. Uh -huh. You ever seen the movie? Oh yeah, Helen Hunt, sick kid, yes, waitress. Exactly. I get it. They get so, in the car. He plays heavy metal. Is a joke. So OCD Jack Nicholson can't isn't allowed to see him. The psychologist is like, nope, not right now. And he walks out. And as he walks out, he takes a step back into the full waiting room, full of people with like clear neurosis and craziness uh -huh. going on. And this, he just goes. What if this is as good as it gets? Like, fuck all you people. And they all just start killing each other. Uh, <laughs> they just start fighting. No, no. There was like a very odd, like, huh? Uh -huh. There was like a weird. Uh, anyway, that's. It, you liked it, that one. <laughs> it made so much sense. Yeah. In the movie. It didn't feel forced. I don't, not at all. It was it's a great like, line. Not like in that Coen Brothers movie where Tommy Lee turns to the camera and he goes, you know, sometimes I think this is no country for old men. Is that, is this real? There's not, yeah. <laughs> I don't think so, right? <laughs> I don't think the Coen Brothers would ever stoop so low. <laughs> They're excellent directors. But. That's a great title for a movie, and it's one of those movies where if they did slide it in, I think your average dumb dumb would be like, "Cool." <laughs> people do like it. People like some people it. like the titular. It's not as popular as it used to be. Saying the title of the movie in the movie is it not? I don't think so. No. I think sometimes now it's like uh, the movie's been written and they have a working title, and they're like, "Well, now that we have this full like." script of things to draw from is there any clever line that we could use kind of like hell or high water spider-man <laughs> you are so far from home <laughs> i like how in your example they go spider-man and it's just a long pause because they're celebrity shocked you know they're star they're star stunned um the Dark Knight rises. The Dark. Some of those didn't make. So you know what? I rewatched a bit of The Dark Knight the other day, and Gordon gives that speech at the end, like he's not the one we deserve. He's yeah. the boat. Yeah. You know what, man? That was some dumb writing. <laughs> I love that movie, but that is not a good like monologue. If you go back, that whole movie's sort of full of these real Ooh. lofty statements. You I think so? Yeah. What like the you know the yeah the whole hero the, yeah just there's a lot of. There's a couple of times you scratch your head like, okay. Yeah. People don't talk like that. Yeah. This guy wouldn't be doing a monologue to his son about the Batman. <laughs> <laughs> and it's such a gritty movie otherwise, but then they're like, they'll come in with this, you know, in life, the responsibility. Falls. So we get it. Put, yeah. put the suit on, Batman. It's like, didn't Batman like wave to a little kid in a window or something in that movie? <laughs> like, he wouldn't do that. <laughs> He's the Batman. <laughs> He's got things to do. He's wasting time waving at little kids. Right. Man, I wish this movie was a Batman movie. <laughs> <laughs> I could talk about Batman for days. <laughs> all right, who's the actor in this movie? What's all right, that's saying? a fun... All right, so I got it written down. I recognize his face. They're all like Greenland actors, so they got J's in their names and weird C's with like circles through it. The main guy with the beard, I know him from something. You know else. him from that show that you refused to follow up on, Game of Thrones. He was Jamie Lannister. Oh, that's who it yeah, was. Yeah, he was Jamie Lannister. That's who it was. When Game did you give up on Game of Thrones? You made like a few seasons, right? Game Game of Thrones was a dump. Oh, please. Game of At Thrones Netflix is a Book dump. Club Podcast, tell Game, Mike. Game he of sucks. Thrones is a dump. 
You watched a lot of it before you stopped. I watched all. I think I've watched. Did all you of finish it? I know. I think I missed one of the seasons in the middle. It doesn't matter. I like how you like. Matter. I missed one of the seasons. You know, I missed nine episodes in the middle. Yeah. Couldn't understand when I started it up again. No, I was right where I needed to be because <laughs> it doesn't. John Snow dies, then he's not dead. The other chick's blind, then she's not blind. These it's are, fantasy. These are things that are irreconcilable. This is this story is almost as crazy out this was there. A true story. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't. All right. So that so they come back from the initial thing, like they find what they're looking for, whatever the uh, Denmark expedition. Uh, like they find their remains and their knowledge and whatever stuff was written down. They, maps. Fi- they find out that what they thought was an island wasn't. It's all connected. Yeah, it's, and it's so all connected. Greenland is not. Greenland is one, as they say. Right. And, and it's owned by the UK. And it's owned by. Yeah. The, the by, Brits. Yeah. Is it? Well, the US put a flag in it. And they go, no, it's all connected. And then, and the U.S. were saying, no, there's an island. So this this expedition was to prove them wrong. But not the Brits, though, right? It was Greenland. Oh, okay. But this is one of those movies where it's like we picked a European nation, and everyone sounds British. That's exact. That's my ignorance. Yeah, yeah you're right. Because it was <laughs> Danish, they said, or something like that. Your ignorance leaves you like you walk away Everything's from this movie, and you're like, you know, the British people yeah. own Greenland. Right. All of the all of Europe is the U.K. It pretty much, yeah. That's I mean, um. So they find out that what they hoped for is true, and then they come back, and uh, the original crew, who was supposed to be waiting for them, took, like, a passing ship up on a ride, and they got out of there. But what's cool to me is, like, out of the ship, they built two, like, cabins, essentially? Yeah, one main cabin, and then more, like, a storage one. One main cabin, and then a storage one. I think that's where they went to the restroom. Oh, is that a thing? Well, at one scene, because I was wondering that. I was wondering it too. At day like one ninety four, you see him I was throw like, piss out of a bucket yes. out of the thing, right? And that's what that could have been. That could have been number two Shit. in there. But that was their living quarters they were in. Uh, all I know is you'd fill the bucket up a little bit with water, and then you do your business in. Let it. me ask you a question: How far do you fill that bucket before you toss it out, Mike? You just know you only put a little bit of water in it. Just to, one for the smell, and then two, it all just. No, I know. I've shit in a bucket. Yeah, before. I've shit I ever tell a, you I've that? Shit, I've shit in a bucket. What's your story of shitting in a bucket? What do you mean? If I'm lazy. <laughs> I got one next to the bed in case I don't feel like walking to the bathroom. No, I stayed at an Airbnb one time where No you didn't. This, yes I did. This well, isn't an Airbnb. This Airbnb. sounds yeah, this sounds way sketchy, right? No, I showed up for this Airbnb. An official like from Airbnb.com. Airbnb.com. It didn't have Spon- restrooms. Not a sponsor of the podcast. Let me tell you what it was. Sorry. The agreement was I say the agreement like it was a handshake deal. No, this was all listed on the website okay. under the description. This dude's like, I got a nice piece of property. I got some tents that I'll put up for you in my backyard. You can stay in the backyard for 10 bucks a night. And uh, he said that there was like a restroom, like a porta potty on hand. Is an Airbnb is an air bed and bucket? Air bed and bucket. <laughs> Pun king, <laughs> Mike Tooey. Where's my gun? Oh, I'll get this guy best. some fucking air horns, please. <laughs> um, but we get there and he's like, uh, the guy's, he, he goes, I got good news, boys. The good news is I got this thing in my driveway. I didn't think I was going to have it in time. I got an RV. You guys can stay in the RV. I'm not going to upcharge you. Like, And we're, we're like, great. We would have stayed in the tents, but like an RV up, is excellent. Upcharge for the RV? Well, he said he wasn't going to upcharge. But like going forward, because he's like, I'm going to start renting this one out too, and that's going to be more than 10 bucks a night. Oh, $10 a night. I was paying ten dollars a night oh, to okay. stay in the tent in his okay. backyard. Okay. You following? <laughs> yeah. Mike's just like yes. appalled that anyone would live anywhere else. This for the is night. just wild that this could be on Airbnb. Like, what's their vetting? This is like eight years ago. Maybe they've gotten a little more. Strict. I would hope so. 
but we so, have we have a tarp tied to a fence. <laughs> I've still seen people where it's like I've got a minivan in my driveway. You're welcome to <laughs> really? the seats fold down. Not that to that extent, but I've seen tents and RVs. Wow. Yeah, for sure. Jeez. On the cheap, if you're trying to stay somewhere on the cheap, I just can't believe they're listed on Airbnb. That's all. I mean, I'm happy the option is there. Okay. I'm not happy about this. So he tells us we got the RV, and he goes, "However, you can't use the bathroom on the RV. You still got to use the bathroom outside." And we're like, "Cool, it's a porta potty, right?" And he goes, "Not exactly." <laughs> <laughs> He goes, you see my garage there? He's got a big, like, two-car garage. Okay. He goes, there's a hospital toilet that I put in there. And, uh, you know, it's got a lid and everything, so just cover it up. You don't have to do anything with it. I'll take care of it at at the end of your stay. Long story short, and I think he said he was like, you could just piss on the grass in the backyard. (laughs) But if you got to take a shit, he goes, go in. And if you don't know what a uh, hospital toilet is. You guys shit. You guys shit? You planning on shit in the next 24 hours? All right. All right. Uh, so it's like a plastic seat with four legs that it's sits up kind of high. It's got like handles. Yeah, it's got like handles Yeah, on. I know. It. And there's just a bucket underneath. Yeah. You know, you're it. sitting on a toilet seat, but it, it's, it's just a bucket. It's a bucket with a cover on. Yeah, you're shitting in a bucket. Yeah. And uh, he's probably got tapes of me shitting in there, you know? Oh, you think so? He had the nest? He had... Well, it was literally... It's not like he sectioned it off with any tarp or anything. It was just a bucket and a seat in a garage filled with garage shit. Tools all over the You're place. You're sitting in a huge garage. Cans of paint. There's just a fucking windblower. <laughs> in the corner? Or in the center? Yeah. Right in the center? No, it was kind of in the corner, in the but corner. it wasn't nearly separated enough for my liking. Yeah, that's brutal. So I kind of know what these guys went through in this movie against <laughs> the ice, you know? Yeah, what's 800 days? 800, 800 days. 800 plus days. They survived on ice. I saw a lot of me and you in these two, Mike. I'm glad you said that. <laughs> Why? <laughs> because I'm sitting here in the, my most comfortable, you know, sweatpants, couch, put the fan on. Like, yeah, the, thanks the, for dressing up. <laughs> the level of comfort now when I was watching the movie is unparalleled what we, the comfort we have today. Yeah. Like, I've seen these guys like they're not they're not even taking their clothes. off. I mean, forget about bathing. They wouldn't uh, even try. It's too cold. They're not. I can't. Oh, it's I can't even. I wonder I if I can't uh, even imagine how you come back from that. Mickelson, at one point, the captain, Jamie Lannister. Okay. At one point, he gets attacked by the polar bear. He goes into the water. Yeah. And uh, they, I re- they mm-hmm. kind of sped up the recovery. Like, he got out, and then they were like, it was safe. Like, he's, he's alive. And then it was a cut yeah. to, the like, a future time. Well, I, I thought so, too. But then I thought about it some more, and it's like, they know that's... Like, when the, when the opening scene, when the guy comes back, he's got frostbitten toes, like... There's a they know what to do kind of you know what I mean there's a procedure oh definitely there's a policy definitely. it's like give him some whiskey he knows he's getting his toes cut off I think if someone goes in the water they're like all right get him up get his clothes off get him under dry stuff like they kind of know what to do immediately I think you have to spend the night naked with the other person I we never saw them cuddle which is you know no, but no I mean not, I, that would have been the thing I assume they do that night when he comes right out of water you got to go all the clothes off immediately all the clothes off and then you got to get warm as, as fast as you can yeah well the sledge has like did they did they still have dogs at that point if they did they only had like two because I guess you could use dogs for body heat could use dogs for body heat but I think like they have so many blankets and stuff yeah like they never seem short on layers yeah. Kind of going back to the whole, like, there's no such thing as inclement weather, only, like, 
bad uh, gear. They say, have you ever heard that? Unpreparedness. Yeah, unpreparedness. Sure. So, like, they kind of know what to do when someone falls in the water, but it did seem very, like, not a big deal. I thought it was going to be a huge deal. Yeah, I thought we were ready to to watch all these measures that they knew how to take care of. They kind of just went past it. But you know what? They went past killing all those dogs. Eventually, all the dogs had to die. You would have liked to have seen more on-screen dog dog murder? For the podcast? Yes. (laughs) Kill every dog in front of me one by one. Kill these dogs, man. But no, no, I was like, oh, I'm kind of happy. I didn't have to watch that. I'll say that at the beginning of the movie, when you're watching Iverson learn the ropes, because he's not an explorer. He's right. a mechanic. mechanic. He's like a gearhead on the ship. And he's young and naive enough to think, oh, I, this is a, like a fun adventure versus a Yeah, versus a 900 days with this guy. Chance of survival is low type of adventure. But uh, he's kind of like getting training with the dogs. He's getting used to the dogs. And they keep on saying, like, don't get close to the dogs, right. dude. And he keeps getting close with his, especially his main dog, Bjorn. Right. And me... Being like Disney lunatic kid, uh-huh. which I'm not, but like they're, the movie's feeding this to us where I'm going like, you know what? We're going to learn in this movie that through the power of companionship with these dogs, they work even harder and like they save the day. Nope. Wow. Bjorn gets whacked uh, like very shortly after. I want to watch that power of the dog. I feel like that's you've I can't name any off the top of my head, but. Dog sledding movies were more popular in the 90s, maybe? (laughs) And I feel like it was always very much like you got to have a good relationship with your dogs, not don't have a relationship with your dogs because you're probably going to have to shoot and eat them. Well, this this excursion, it was understood that the dogs weren't going to make it. I didn't get that. (laughs) No, because, I I mean, they knew a meet. Like, at a certain time, they go, okay, we got to break down one of these sleds. Yeah. And then one, you know, you got to kill a, a the de- the worst dog to feed it to the other to dogs. Feed to like, the other dogs. I think that was pretty much established because you can't keep feeding them. Well, also, well, well, Iverson lost half the dog food, so if he never loses that dog food, yeah, maybe they have a dog for a while. Maybe a little longer. Maybe yeah, a little longer anyway. Yeah, because I, I just don't know how it could survive. And they mentioned that like how the dog meat because at one point they tried to eat eat the liver the liver of the dog they get very sick. Um, Do you know? anything about that stuff they were talking about because they were like if we had silver we could see if it was poisonous do i personally know no, yeah. no idea. okay so you're the same as me i'm watching that part of the movie and i'm like is this true is this gonna work out i thought maybe they were showing us this so that we would learn that the the thing he had around his neck and then if there was any importance to that later on right like, well, he, they're establishing he has this thing on his neck but it was really just that scene i think and maybe that he has this girl back at home yeah but you kind of know that already from the conversation before he goes on the adventure and the guy asks him, what about uh, Ma? I think her name was Maya or Mia. And he's like, well, what about Mia? And he just kind of looks at him like, he's you, like, you expected to wait for you? Yeah. He's like, what What happens back at home don't matter out here on the ice. Yeah, it was a little bit it's like, me and my boys. So <laughs> you're not coming back, right? So Maya's on the market? <laughs> <laughs> What's Maya's address? So do you remember that? Right, there you was a little, little bit of that, right? Well, at one point, apparently, she comes and fucks Iverson <laughs> in his dream, which oh. Iverson shares. Big misstep, in my opinion. <laughs> you know what I mean? You shouldn't tell the guy who is slowly descending into madness that his <laughs> beau back home fucked you in your dream last night. Yikes. Seems like you're hoping something happens. Yikes. I mean, you get trapped that long. You get cabin fever. I mean, literally, that's what that's what this movie kind of becomes at the yeah. end. That was pretty intense, some of those things. I thought they did that pretty well. They, thought, they didn't go over the top with it. Not over the top. Um, I did expect at one point that, like, Mickelson was going to be in a dream state 
getting a little romantic only to wake up and then Iverson is like, snap out of it, Captain. <laughs> Get your dick off me. <laughs> We're still here in the Alabama. It's 1910. We haven't seen anybody else besides each other in 700 days. But that doesn't give you the right to make these sexual advances right. on me, Captain. I'm a fledgling mechanic. <laughs> no, he does. They do. He does catch him out in the snow, just sort of standing there, yeah. like kissing air, almost yeah. practically making out with the air. If you, <laughs> if you're with, like, if me and you for some reason <laughs> are stuck in the Arctic Circle in a cabin, and you see me doing that, I think you're gonna it's kill like, me, Mike. It's just Rooney. You just see the hands, you know. Like behind <laughs> For those who are listening, Mike is doing the thing where you put your hands around yourself, and from the back, it looks uh, like oh, you're being... Oh, oh. <laughs> Dennis! Snap out of it, Snap Dennis! Snap out of it, Dennis! <laughs> <laughs> those were probably nice moments for these guys, though. I wouldn't want You wouldn't want to be snapped out of it. You're like, let me believe that I'm with a woman I love anybody besides you. Until you're standing there pointing a rifle at the guy. Yeah. You know, and that scene was great. That scene was good, and I, I really liked uh, Mickelson. is like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I don't know. And Iverson's just like, hey, it, didn't happen. it never happened. Yeah. Except for this movie they're going to make in 100 years where I totally <laughs> tell them about it. Everyone's going to know you fell into madness, dude. You pointed a fucking gun at me, bro. You don't do that. Now, they don't say this in the movie, but did you get the feeling that the both of them sort of understood that madness was going to happen to some degree? Yes. You know, because it's like things start to happen and they, they have these knowing looks at like, be careful yep. or, or like we're, we're getting to it uh, because it's just sort of understood that 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 that's human. That yeah. That's what's going to happen to you. That's a reaction over time of being. Well, I, Iverson said he's like, I met my grandpa earlier. Right. And even he's like, I know I didn't, but like I did. He's like, well, maybe he died. And then that's when that that yeah. really didn't help uh, Lannister's mental health either. Yeah. Lannister was very uh, what, for the, what the hell's his name? I guess I should Mickelson. call him the Mickel, Mickelson is his name in some other movie. It's a, I don't know how to say the first part. It's a Enyar E J N A R Enyar Einar Einar. We do the rest of the podcast in a <laughs> Denmark accent. A Enyar Mickelson. So Lannister. Lannister. So Lannister. Um, what was I going to say? He. He is like the trained explorer. He's been out there and done this before. He's been in bad situations. The mechanic, Iverson, he's read articles about him. And right. he's ecstatic to now be working with him. Yeah. But Mickelson is handling this way worse than Iverson, in my opinion. Right. Like, Iverson is always very, like, well-tempered. He doesn't snap. He's optimistic, kind of. Mm -hmm. He's like, you know, we're just, we're in a tough spot. Well, you know, we'll keep doing what we do, blah, blah, blah. Get this record player going. You know, I can fix stuff. And Mickelson's just like masturbating in the corner, just like losing his <laughs> shit. You know what I mean? Yeah, I thought at times because he was so naive, the younger one, that he'd have a moment where he sort of is overwhelmed and can't take yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. But you're right. He definitely was like a little bit more in, in tune with reality. He didn't even get mad when they come back because they come back at a certain point after going like they make another retreat out 200 miles to a cairn that they built to uh, retrieve right. the so information and then come back with it. And before they leave, he's like, uh, hey, Mickelson, uh, I know you're the captain, but like maybe we leave a note in case someone comes across us while we're gone. And Mickelson's like, leave a note, leave a note. Why would we leave a note? What are you talking about? Leave a note. No, we're going to be right back, dude. And then, of course, they come back. Someone else has been by, left right. a note looking uh. for them. And Iverson doesn't even hold that over his head. If that's me and you, Mike, yeah, that's hands. Yeah. That's hands. That's going to be a rough can of beans later. <laughs> 
<laughs> you know, you know, you still have to eat. You're still sharing meals together. Yeah, well, and that's you, a silent can of beans. Well, they all are. You know, I noticed that too. Like, also, it was 1909. I think people just didn't talk the same way. No, like, there was didn't. less things to say. It was a less complicated life. But also, you know, what could you possibly have to say to somebody after 18, or I'm sorry, 800 days? I mean, people get married and they do shit like that. But I guess it's like they're really, they're just on each other all day, every day. They're right on, they're like living in a college dorm room. And if they leave that dorm room, they're freezing. Oh, man. And there's just nothing to do. They got records. They're right. throwing they're throwing rocks in tin cans. Yeah. I can't believe these guys didn't bring like a chess set. Yeah, they they, they might have had. Who they knows? have the in record. Reality. They did. There was like a Christmas. They played a Christmas music. They got Christmas. Right. They got some booze for when Christmas rolls around, it seems like. Which, talk about discipline. Oof. <laughs> <laughs> that that would have been gone in the first 10 days if I'm stuck in that cabin. <laughs> two years worth of booze. And I'm like, well, I hope someone comes here in the next two weeks. Because, <laughs> yeah. You ever been like freezing, freezing cold? Like, what's the coldest you've ever been? Freezing, freezing cold. I mean, not to this extent. I, no, I, not I don't even know. Close. I can't. I can't say I have. I think the coldest I've ever been, as far as something like this, is a uh, in college, my second year. I went to SUNY Delhi, upstate New York. Very cold winters, dude. Oh yeah, really cold winters. And uh, well, a lot of people don't know. A lot of people don't know. New York cold. State's pretty big. It's pretty big, and it goes pretty far west. Borders Canada and too. North. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, I don't know what that accent. Well, that's like a Midwest Syracuse? accent. I'm trying to get Syracuse, but it's not Syracuse. Syracuse. I don't know. Everyone in New York, I feel like, just adopts that actual New York accent from like the metropolitan area. Mm-hmm. But they didn't earn it. No, they didn't. <laughs> <laughs> well, they got their own shit going on because it's like so. It's freezing in upstate New York. Yeah. And uh, the the apartment that me and my buddy rented was built in like the late 1800s. Okay. Meaning that when the wind blew, you could feel oh, like the wind yeah. in the apartment. Yeah. And uh, one day I come home, and I don't know if it was a branch or what, but my bedroom window, and I'm talking like the old windows that rattle like you could easily put your hand through, Mm -hmm. had a football-sized hole in it. The glass itself? The glass itself. So my room was constantly at like 25 degrees, (laughs) and I never did anything about it. I don't think I even like put duct tape over the window. Oh, my God. Like I just had a hole in my window for the winter months. Wow. Sleeping with a hoodie on? No, I was sleep hoodie Matt, on no sleeves. If Matt, you don't know, Dennis Rooney <laughs> <laughs> loves a hoodie with no sleeves. I had my sleeveless hoodie on, probably thermal and sweatpants and socks, sleeping in a bed on the floor, a mattress on the floor. Oof, right on the floor. So college. How many years did you go to that school? Two. What a waste. Two winters like Two, that? No, no, no. Just the second year. The first oh, okay. year I was in the dorms, which okay. was a whole nother awfulness. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Do you think these guys yeah, acclimate yeah. to society when they... You know, because they they get they get found eventually. So they get saved. They come back, not to the UK apparently. <laughs> I don't know why that that part tripped me out. You could have, yeah, you could have fooled me. I thought that they were with Winston Churchill. <laughs> no, but they get back and they remember in the barber shop and they're getting a shave. Did Very that, satisfying. Satisfying. Very oh, satisfying. watching them shave that guy. Or oh, the the beard was just like. It's like the hair that happens to like a sloth. You know, like a sloth's yeah, hair yeah. like carries disease or something. <laughs> you can't touch a sloth. I didn't know that. Is that true? Yeah. You can't touch a sloth. It's very dirty. It's like Which sucks because they're easy to catch. They're slow. That's right. <laughs> but you can't you catch You're tempted, right, but then yeah, it's better to put the him. gloves on. I've seen people pick up a sloth and move oh, them across the yeah, road. you see them 10 minutes after? Taking a dead. shower. Taking a shower. <laughs> Damn it. Dead. Funnier. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, what the hell's the point of this? Oh, so they they get those beard shaved. It just felt. It looked yeah. like it felt so good. It looked like I didn't know you could do a straight shave or a straight razor with that length of hair. I thought it had to be like very stubbly. That's what made it 
in my, right? Because he was like, yeah. <laughs> I wonder if they were in awful pain, that. but they're just like, I haven't felt human touch <laughs> have in you ever, 800 days. Have you ever had a straight razor? Uh, oh, of course, yeah. It feels nice. It feels great. It, it feels, feels nice. I had one recently where the guy's hand was shaking. Oh. And which, that's like weird The hand to with see. the blade in it? Yeah, the hand with the blade is just like right. shaking. And I wanted to tell him like- Do you say anything? I wanted to be like, you don't have to do this. You're so Irish. Because I didn't ask for it. Like, I don't ask for it either. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. I was like, dude, we don't it's have okay. to, you know what I mean? Like, I'm bleeding. It's okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's okay. Oh, I've had some barbers, man, where they're like jabbing me with the buzzer. <laughs> like, what did I do to you? Are you mad at me? Um, also, are you are you mad at me? Did I like not did tip I off last time? <laughs> I also like that scene where they're getting their uh, haircut and shit. I could have used the scene of that where they were maybe cutting each other's hair, or cutting their own hair, because eight hundred days out, they'd look like Jim Morrison. Uh, their beards were massive, but they weren't massive. They should have looked like ZZ Top. They just had like a functioning beard. I thought they did. That's not a functioning beard, on uh, Mickelson. No way. Sure, they had like less than an inch of facial hair. No, dude, it was down. It was huge. It was uh, it was like System of a Down guy <laughs> in a huge beard. I don't think so. I don't Google know. Google that, kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. let's. We'll, we'll leave that one for uh, agree to disagree <laughs> on the length of beard that Jamie Lannister had in this movie. Yeah, so they get back. All right, I understand what you're saying. It's into society. It'll take some time. I think that bond that they have will never not be the same. They're like they are kindred spirits. After yeah. if you survive that long with somebody, you and that person are very much. Uh, that's a part of you know. You're at least getting a Christmas card every year from that person. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Dear Iverson, thanks for not killing me when I pointed the gun at you for having sex with my ex girlfriend in your dream. Lowercase HBD once a year. <laughs> Never forget. <laughs> they got to be permanently weird, right? Um, to uh, to some degree, I think you have some. I think you have that level of like exterior things can't really get to you. Yeah, right. Your core is built. You have a big wall. There's a long line at the supermarket. You're like, this is great. Yeah, you're just I'm right. inside. You know, There's so, lights. Yes. <laughs> Someone's trying to get in your face. It's like, no, no, no. You're not a polar bear. <laughs> I can handle this. Right. This is an 800 days on a sheet of ice. Oh, man. They don't really show... Well, I guess they do a little bit, but like, what were the provisions? It was just beans. A lot of cans of food. They said something twice where they were like, oh, it's not... They didn't say mackerel, but they said something where I was like, I don't know what that is. Yeah. They find oxtail soup at the first can. Right, they had and they're that like, soup. Oh, oxtail soup and this thing. And he was very excited. Very excited. Soup. That was like, oh, this is, yeah. this is something to eat. Will you ever have oxtail soup? Worth eating. I probably have had oxtail. I think that I have, but I, I, not a soup. I don't know. I Warms can't. the soul. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Is that right? Yeah. And their yeah. souls were cold. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How come they didn't get frostbite on their toes? What happened to the first dude? He got frostbite on his toes. I was like, it seems like something you guys would be way on top of. Not experienced enough. That's what that comes the down to. The first guy. That's yeah, why the captain is the guy to do it. And he's the only one to do it. Mm. Did you notice they at the end, they actually show the real picture of these two men from real life, they're wearing their boots. Like in the movie, they just have boots on. But the actual picture, I don't know if you noticed, there it looks like they were had bare feet. Oh well, I think like they have, they'd have like boots and stuff. But then, I don't know what you would call it, but almost like pants over your pants that are just covered in fur. Right. They were rocking like heavy duty shit. Yeah, yeah. like the outer. Yeah, yeah. I guess there's leather, whatever's happening inside. And then on top, it was like they had a literal like they chopped off the. The leg of a bear yeah. and we're walking around. I, I guess it could have just been the skin that was wrapping around for heat. I, I mean, don't know. 
But it was just it was so It'd like be really funny if they were like, Yeah, we just this actually doesn't help us, but we think it looks really cool. You know, we got bare feet going out here and uh, <laughs> right. it's a boys weekend. We got I'm bare feet. Here like, look how smart they were. Meanwhile, it was like <laughs> they just thought they were cool. That's why they died. Everybody was like, We just love these bare feet. They were just pretending to be bears inside, just having fun. That's I'll be a polar bear. <laughs> you be a pet teddy bear. Now you be the grizzly bear. Yeah, it is a shame though that we never got to claim that stretch of land in uh, Greenland for America. Yeah, mean? it'd be great if America had some land somewhere else. So, you know, you could fly to like Greenland, make fun of the, make fun of the locals, and then run across the pond. I mean, we have Alaska. We do have Alaska. That's kind of like our uh, Arctic part, I guess. I don't know. For now, you think they got bare feet in Alaska? Like you go into a Seven Eleven in Alaska, there's just bare feet hanging up on the wall. Yeah, think so. Oh yeah, they got Alaska's. I think Alaska's probably pretty wild. You've never been, right? Never been. You ever see Into the Wild? I think we might have talked about this. Uh, Into the Wild. Is that the soundtrack? Eddie Vedder did the soundtrack? Yes, it is. I did see it. It's pretty good. Yeah, yeah, pretty good. But yeah, Alaska's uh, bush country, man. Mm-hmm. It's wild. Day, day 794. Mm-hmm. It flashed on the screen. I go, 794? That kind of blew my mind. I was like, oh, this is... This has to be it. Well, there's a few where they make jumps. It's like the first one is like day 10, and then it's like mm-hmm. day 87, and then it's like day 700. <laughs> You're like, oh, we were we were moving along. I took notes. I had 48, day, 48 days flash, and I wrote down what I was thinking, and I wrote, I love dogs. Because <laughs> the dogs were still there. I hope these dogs don't go anywhere because they're my favorite part of this movie so far. Day 794, I go, oh, this is lasting way longer than I ever thought. Now Maybe. I'm like, now I think anything's possible. They had a truce. Like, if we hit 800 days. I, yeah, I was 794, blew my mind. We're banging. We're full on couple. <laughs> <laughs> First 800 days, I can hold back. This but if whole, we hit 800. This whole thing is just repressed. <laughs> Repressed <laughs> homosexuals. Oh my god! The search party shows up. They're like, "We've actually built quite a nice life here for each with each other. We're, we don't want. We don't need saving." He whips out his pipe at one point. He's smoking the pipe, going That's over the map. That's such a bummer, right? I was like, "We're bringing the pipe." You know, Do you we, can only bring so many yeah, things. Yeah. I mean, you, you killed fifteen dogs in this expedition. <laughs> Men are frozen to death, littered all over the place. But you know, he has his. He's got his tobacco. I assume his tobacco. I'm a pipe man. And his pipe. You gotta have a pipe. Loved that. Yeah, day 794, I go, okay, this is where it's going to get weird. And then that's with the scene when the uh, hot air balloon just is now floating oh my across God. the sky. And I don't know if you felt this, but I was like excited. I was like, oh, he saved. Well, I was like, they're going to float away. I can't believe this is how it, how, you know, I was so excited. This was my experience because I'm happy you brought this up because I forgot about the hot air balloon scene. But when we first see the hot air balloon in the distance, they're already descent. What does it say? I drew a little hot air you balloon. You drew a little hot air balloon. Look at you, Mike. <laughs> Mike's got, go on Instagram to see the drawing of the hot air balloon. We're going to post, post that. I'll yeah. Post <laughs> when we first see the hot air balloon, it's off in the distance, and also Mickelson has already begun to descend into madness. So we're like, oh, a this little is, bit, though. This, a little bit. A not crazy. Not, not like, full on. But yeah. Hallucinating. And also, like, someone just mentioned the hot air. He had just told the story about going to see his, his hero who yeah. was doing a hot air balloon thing right, when he right. was young. So we see it in the distance. We're like, oh, this is fake. This is not real. He's losing it. And then as he gets closer to it, we see the... Once I see the hot air balloon touch ground and like fall over, I'm like, holy shit, this is really happening. Holy shit. Holy shit. Yeah, that big rope weight goes into the water. Yeah, you're like, oh, I thought it was a mistake. And then I'm like, oh, no, this is... He's landing. This is fucking real. 
And then we find out it's not. No. They did a good job with that. A great job. They did a good job, like, great job. defying expectations. Because there's been movies like this made before. Yep. Survival movies yep. out in the Arctic, whatever. Mm-hmm. But, uh, again, even with the dogs at the front where, like, they sell you. I felt they were selling us on, like, uh, Iverson and his dogs are going to have a bond and it's mm-hmm. going to mean something. And it's like, nope. Yeah. Got to eat those dogs. Yeah. <laughs> and then the bear comes again. Yeah. To the cabin. And they got the paw on the window, which I felt that took me out for one second. I was a little bit like, "Is this what are you? Is this a slasher movie? Like, <laughs> how did the how does the bear the bear of all point? Oh, let's put it this way: there's four sides to this building, uh-huh. and there's one little porthole like, submarine, yeah, porthole window, yeah. and boom, just the hand right on paw, it, and right as he's it. looking out the window, you know, yeah, I was a little bit like, was that a jump scare? Right after that, you hear a phone ring. <laughs> Iverson answers. <laughs> <laughs> What's your favorite type of polar bear? <laughs> it's the bear. He's, the call's coming <laughs> from outside the house. It's the bear. Right. Uh, and then they, they, they give her that. But they did a good job. Keep it like right at the... If there was ever a moment you were like, it's going to drag on, it didn't. Yeah. They pushed the movie along uh, further. They, they, they get saved job. at an appropriate time. Okay. Now they're backstage... Winston Church. It's not Winston Churchill. I'm saying well, you keep Britishing this movie. I'm making it UK, but apparently <laughs> it's uh, Danish. It's Denmark. The Danish Winston Churchill. Oh no, it is Denmark because it's the Denmark expedition. Yeah, the De- yeah Denmark expedition. Greenland, Denmark. There you we got go. it. There we are. Iceland. So no. the guy who refused to send rescuers for them. By the way, we didn't we didn't even uh, mention that he 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 agreed. He's a politician. Very much a politician. They did a good job with that character. Anyway, yeah. he's about to announce them in a big theater. The heroes have come back. Greenland is a part of. Uh, we never their doubted their return. And backstage, Maya, or Mia, is actually there, and uh, Lannister sees her, and he has to ask because the first thing I go, he's looking at her, go ask him. He has a beautiful mind moment, right? He goes, "Do you see that? Is there a woman standing there?" And then the and the kid's like, "Yeah," you know. Iverson should have been like, "No, man, are you okay?" <laughs> and then once he turned around, go over and be like. You know, you fucked me in my dream. <laughs> Was that real? Did you do that on purpose? <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So, no, what it's been a long about? winter. Yeah, I mean, it's not the greatest movie, but I enjoyed it, and it was kind of educational, and it's a tight watch. I thought it was great. And you know, Lannister actually co-wrote the screenplay. Oh, wow. yeah, he's a dude of many talents. Huh. I like him. I liked him. I liked him in this. Did you ever see him in Shot Caller, where he goes to prison and becomes a gang member? No. Interesting film. Shot Caller. Shot Caller. No. He goes from like a straight-laced, like suburban, like husband slash business, like father businessman, mm. and he goes to prison for like a dumb mistake he made. And uh, by the end of the movie, he's like the head of a white nationalist gang. <laughs> like he's it's Wal- such a like a he's Walter White. Yeah, he's not even. He's like prison kingpin essentially uh-huh. but dude's got range he can act that was great he's got a undanish that name though nicola nicolaj something something i don't know oh does he his name has the letters like the o with a line oh, he's through got, it yeah he's got shit like that yeah i won't nah. stand for it i it's nope. okay, it's fine not in my country it's like you know what we got 26 of our own letters <laughs> <laughs> yeah what's wrong with the 26 you figure it out with the 26 <laughs> we got what kind of sounds do you need how many sounds do you need pal yeah um, I don't know. I think that about. I feel good about it. Oh, we're at the we're at time. If that's what you're, we're at. T- I just no. I didn't even, not even worried about time. Just feels feels right. Against the ice feels nice. Stream it. Give it a stream. Watch it. It just came out. What movie are we doing next? <laughs> 
Check out the Instagram to find <laughs> out. Oh, nice. There you go. Yeah. Check out the Instagram. I'll, At I'll Netflix post. Book Club Podcast. We'll post about it. Yeah. Uh, all right. Grilled Cheese Comedy Show. St. Patrick's Day, the V-Spot at St. Mark's Theater. Come out, we got Sean Donnelly. Oh, that'll be a fun one. Yeah, can't wait. Excited for that one. There you go. I'm uh, at DennisRooney7 on Instagram. That's the only place you can really find me. That's it. Cool. Cue the music. Whoa, 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 what the fuck was that, Mike? <laughs>